plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of Your Healthy Retirement, also featuring Peter St. James. You probably heard uh, yesterday, U.S. stocks, uh, because the Fed came in and said, hey, we're going to raise stuff. And, stocks all over the place, gas all over the place, food supply uh, still all over the place. Um, this is a real time of uncertainty. It's horrible. Or What does it remind you of? 70s, right? Oh, yeah. Right? I think that, you know, we, in history, what we've seen leading to, I don't want to say the word, but recessions or, yeah. or economic issues has been, you know, rising energy prices, and it's, uh, it's out of control. And I really think the Fed, I don't think they handled this properly, right? They should have been way ahead of this inflation, raising rates months ago, yep. slowly, right, to ease into this. Instead, they've been backed into a corner, and now they're not going to be accommodative. They're going to be restrictive, which is going to put huge pressures on the economy. So who, who gets hurt? I mean, and I was kidding, Joe and Susie Sixpack, or people who have respectable portfolios, who gets hurt? Or is it across the board? It, it's Well, it depends, right? So it. Uh, I think the lower... Middle class and and and, um, and 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 below is going to get hurt in their in their wallets and their pocketbooks, right? Because everything is getting more expensive, and as things get more expensive, you're going to have to start cutting back because our incomes aren't rising as fast as inflations, right. Right? right? So now we only have a limited amount of money to buy those things we want uh, and need. We're going to still have to buy those things we need, but the things we want. Maybe we're not going to do so buy that much anymore, and that is going to decrease earnings for companies, and that's going to lead to lower growth in the economy. Um, but you you got to do what you got to do here. Uh, well, this is, is the important thing about having you know we talk to a lot of clients about their budget, right. and what we do is we say sit down and let's go through your budget. Give me those non-discretionary expenses, right? Those are the expenses such as heat. Oh, no, uh, no, not your coffee. No, yeah, sorry, Th- sorry. That would be discretionary, <laughs> discretionary right? Yeah, it's yeah. the things you, you what, what do you have to spend your money on, and what do you right. want to spend it on, right? So we we look through that, and, and the things that you have to spend your money on are, unfortunately, taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your heat. Uh, you know, uh, things insurance, like that. Insurance, cars, yeah, right. Yeah, right? Now you can dial down the thermostat in the house and try to reduce the heat. Um, but where you're going to see people cutting back a lot is uh, going to dinner, perhaps um, buying. You know, maybe they're going to cut down on how much. Uh, but they're just clothing coming they back buy. to dinner because we got shut down because of covid yeah i know and now we can go back but we can't go back if <laughs> they're all open but maybe we can't afford yeah, it anymore. yeah wow um, so that's going to hurt you know the average consumer okay. us i think people that are really wealthy they can they can you know handle these 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 increases because they, they have plenty of disposable cash but, uh, on the but side. Look, look look down the road um as you pointed out astutely on many occasions um your retirement I- even if your budget you, you've pared your budget down. You're good. Right. You put some money aside. The money that you had six months ago, now all of a sudden ain't the money that you have in there now. Right. It's worth less. Well, it's worth less. It's so worth there's, less. There's two things that are going to happen here, right? Inflation is going to impact your purchasing power. Right. So um, what you bought last year for $10 now may cost $12, right? right? So, But your income hasn't risen commensurately. So it's going everything's going to be more expensive. You're going to have less money to spend. Um, the other impact is going to be on, on potentially on your portfolios, mm-hmm. right? On your on your retirement savings. Uh, you need to make sure that you're very well, very well diversified so that you can hopefully keep up with this inflation and stay ahead of that. You know, uh, if, it's, if you have a long-term plan in place, hopefully, you know, you're, you're going to get out there. If you're already in retirement, you know, you've got to look at your portfolio and try to take some of that risk away. There's risk in the bond market right now. When rates go up, they increase rates the other day, bond prices go down. Right. 
right? So um, that's you, you got to have that diversification. You have to look at where your income's coming from. You got Social Security. You might have a pension. Where else is your income coming from? Try to secure that. Scratch tickets. Right, <laughs> scratch tickets. <laughs> but you have to try to secure that so that you can have income that's going to pay those living expenses. Right. Yeah. So is there, is there any such thing as a sure bet that my portfolio, I've got this in bonds, I've got this in, in uh, gold, I've got this in stocks, I've got... Is there a magic formula? There's, there's no magic formula, okay. especially when we're talking about things that you mentioned, stocks and bonds and gold, um, Bitcoin, things like yeah. that. Those prices, real estate, they're going to go up and down um, based on supply and demand and based on how much money people want to spend on those things. So you're always at risk there, right? There's other tools you can use. Uh, we've talked about annuities in the past. Right. Um, you can use an annuity to as part of your portfolio. It's not your entire program, but you can use that as a piece to help some, secure some predictable income. Uh, in retirement. Why um, do people uh, automatically, you see annuities, they immediately go, oh, insurance, oh, bad. Why, why do people jump the gun and think annuities are bad? Now, I think years ago, you had unscrupulous salesmen, okay. insurance people that were selling these uh, annuities to people that, you know, selling to an 80-year-old lady, saying, don't, you need to buy this annuity. This is, you know, a generalization, but you right, got to right. buy this annuity uh, and it's, it's going to be really good for you. And then the, the little old lady buys it, um, you know, puts a couple hundred thousand in, and then a couple years later, you know, passes away. Um, in the old days, what that meant is she put the money into an annuity. She said, okay, so start giving me income, depending on how she chose to receive that income, after two years, if she took the what's called a, um, a life payment, um, that means they're going to pay you for as long as you live. But when you die, those payments stop and the insurance company keeps the money. That's a bad deal. Ooh. That's a really bad Ooh. deal. Yeah. Um, we use them entirely differently these, these days. We use riders, income riders uh, in annuities. And it, basically what happens is they're going to guarantee you that income for life. But if you pass away, let's say after two or three years, whatever's left in that annuity then would go to a beneficiary. So there's there's much better ways okay. to utilize these days. Wow. But the key thing is you're using this to create that guaranteed income, right? So mm -hmm. what I like to see is somebody that has all their living expenses accounted for in a predictable income stream, pension, Social Security, and potentially annuity if it fits. Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Uh, 838 is the time. Sean Toll in the house from Davis Wealth Management. DavisWealthMGMT.com is the website. Um, I saw, I don't know if you saw it, Fidelity came out with a report, uh, and they were talking about the great resignation. Right. And people made bad choices. 21% uh, of people cashed, when they left their job, they cashed in their 401ks, took the money and ran. And they went, what are you doing? And then a significant percentage on top of that said, yeah, I'll wait till the market gets better. No sense in investing now. A lot, <laughs> and I'm just going, what are you kidding me? Do you not listen to Sean every other week here? Um, it, it just flies in the face of everything that you've been telling us. Well, the, These the, people the, just the, took the money and ran. There's so many bad things about that move. One is if you take the money and run um, out of your 401k, you're going to pay taxes on it. Yeah. I mean, on that big, huge lump sum, right? Instead of waiting to retirement, paying taxes only on what comes out. Uh, secondly, if you take it out, you can't then go put it back into a 401k. It's now sitting in a, in a separate account that's going to be taxable every year. So you're going to pay taxes on taking it out, and then every year, any growth in that, uh, you're going to pay taxes on. And you never get it back into that, that qualified program again. Um, it's, you know, people no. have to do what, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you're, if you're changing a job and you take the money from your 401k and, and cash it in, 
um, you know, you're you're undoing a lot of years of savings that you. But what about people that just say, "Yeah, the market's too volatile right now. There's no no sure place for me to go." So I'm just going to not invest any money right now. My God, if you can if you can figure out that timing, you know, (laughs) God bless you. Um, What what happens, you know, psychologically when when people try to do that? Typically, what if if you have an invested portfolio and you see the market going down, people get scared and they wait and they wait until they can't take it anymore. And they say, I got to get out. I'm going to go to cash. I'm going to sell everything, right? And then they wait and then they you know the bottom the market bottoms out potentially and they watch it return so it starts increasing in value again and they're a little nervous maybe it's a blip and then you know eventually they wait long enough they say you know what you I'm feeling comfortable in this. Let's reinvest everything. Typically, what happens is they've sold low and they bought high. They've, you know, they're they're getting whipsawed, right. which has been yeah, on the headlines yeah, yeah, today yeah. about the markets. There but, you go. Yeah. Um, you know, timing it is very very difficult. Typically, people can get get it right once, and that's either going in or out. So, yeah. I, I, you need a long term strategic plan that accounts for the risks that we're seeing today. You have to have a diversified portfolio that can handle some of these things. And it's dollar cost averaging well well that's a little bit of a different you <laughs> yeah, know but, uh thing but yeah dollar cost averaging yeah. means that you put money in on a regular basis yeah. every month every quarter uh and what happens is we know the market doesn't go up or down in a straight line it typically ends up going up over the long term but because it goes up and down if you dollar cost average that means one month you if the market comes down you're going to be investing at a lower rate a lower level and if you do that over time it, it's proven to be very beneficial you've been doing this for a few years just a couple. Okay. Yeah. Are, are people taking ownership of their portfolios now than they used to? They're they're more hands on, uh, as opposed to well, my guy handles it. They are more intimate with, you know, what my my uh, portfolio is. Where, where's my investment risk? Yeah, it's entirely yeah. different, Peter. Is some it? some some people say, Sean, I know nothing about this. I I, I need help. Okay. Um, please just take care of it come back to me if there's something wrong or if you're concerned about things. That's the vast majority of people. Those people that are, are still really involved and, and want to, you know, look at the portfolio and make changes, um, a lot of those people don't work with advisors. They just kind of do it themselves. Oh, really? um, but they're missing a huge piece of the puzzle. Investing your money and growing it is just one piece, right? While we're working and investing, yes, you want to invest properly. You want to be diversified. You want that portfolio to grow. But once you're retired, it's not about that investment piece anymore. It's now about identifying income and planning income in retirement. It's an entirely different construct. Hmm. Uh, and people don't get that sometimes. They say, oh, my portfolio is fine. It's it's done great, Sean, uh, and it should be fine in the future. Well, you know, just because it's done well recently, that does not mean it's going to do well in the future. Hmm. All right, so if, if uh, uh, you've got bonds down, you've got uh, inflation going up, pulling at my retirement portfolio, um, what I thought was going to be a big chunk of money right. is not going to have the buying power in the next year or two years that I thought it was going to have. Do I have to start thinking about that now? We always need to be thinking about it. You know, inflation is is one of the big risks that we see in yeah. retirement amongst uh, several others. So you want to have, again, I come back to the diversification. Yep. You want diversification in your investment strategy because not everything works well all the time. Sometimes things work well, sometimes they don't. What you want to put in to your portfolio are different types of investments that don't behave similarly. They have very low correlation, meaning if stocks are doing really well, another piece of your portfolio isn't. 
or if that other piece, maybe real estate is doing well, maybe your stocks aren't. You have to have that diversification. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. And I see so many people put their eggs in the U.S. equity basket. Yeah the S&P 500. Um, those are just 500 names in the US, the largest ones. They're not always going to work that well all the time. You got to find some small caps, some mid caps, growth and value, European stocks, Asian stocks, different bonds, corporate bonds, government bonds, real estate, commodities, gold, um, maybe Bitcoin. I'm not touching Bitcoin, uh, but other people do. Maybe put a little in there as a, again, because it's diversification. You know all this stuff? I try. Must be magic being married to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Must be great dinner conversations. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, honey. You know, okay. Now, picture the steak as a small cap. Now, <laughs> use the cauliflower as, as a mid cap. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, a lot of right. rolling of the eyes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Daddy's on it again. Just let him go. <laughs> It'll be done by dessert. Um, but again, you have to know that. I don't. I, I got no idea. It, it, you know, it's I, I know this because I spent 30 years in this, you know, in this business. So and, and it's every single day. It's not something I do in the evenings after work or part time on, right. on, on weekends. Right. So it's really important to speak with somebody. It, well, for, let me back up for a second. The Internet's been a boon. Right. People can are so much see, more educated I, now. I, that's where I was going to go. Is this a help or a hindrance? People look at the Internet and go, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes and no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, let's let's step back. Pretend you're a doctor. Okay. Right. Oh, uh, and you have the your your patient come in and says, you know, I I have this ailment and I think it's this this or that. I was like, yeah, yeah. Where'd you, where'd you find that? that you know, we'll on it. Google. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right, well, you know, so it, it's helpful. You know, you want to have a more educated consumer, um, but you also sometimes just need somebody to hold your hand and provide guidance. Mm. Okay. Again, because I have an access to and understand all the moving pieces, right? Um, I didn't just Google things or, or read CNBC, right? It's it's 30 years of experience. It's the degree in, in, in finance. It's, it's, it's understanding how this all works. And it's experience working with different people, right? I'm always learning. There's always new things to understand. And, and you can look back to past experiences um, and understand how things work. To see, I think people might have a tendency to, to take the the easy way out and say i hear what you're saying okay fine so i'll do 25 percent bonds 25 percent mid cap 25 percent in annuity they they want that you know equal parts so that it'll all balance out and to a lot of people that makes sense yeah but again we're talking about the one piece of the retirement puzzle the yeah. one piece we're just talking about the investment side yeah. there's so much more to it how do you claim social security when do you do spousal benefit do you do it on your own record do you do it at 62 66 67 70 um what is your strategy for withdrawing your uh your retirement savings are you taking it out of the roth first or your ira first you go to your taxable account first how much do you take from each one how do you fit in um uh, i talked about the the predictable income what piece is that you know, uh, what part does that play in there? How much do you need to put into um, some strategy that has that predictable income, right? It, it gets infinitely more complicated as you wow. get really close to that retirement date. Wow. So when you have people come into you, what do you want them to have? I mean, in, in terms of information, I mean, because uh, most people, hey, it's all in the 401k or, or I don't know what. Well, that's the funny thing, right? If yeah. say, do, do you have a retirement plan, Joe? He goes, yeah, I got a 401k. Yeah. Well, you have a piece of a puzzle. That's that, that's not your plan. Is that is that right? earth shattering for some people? They're like, what? 
No. I, I, I don't think they think beyond it because they spend the bulk of their lives working, making money, and contributing to their 401k, their IRA. And that's they, they know, hopefully they've been beaten over the head saying, put money in every year, dollar cost average, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't think about what happens you know, when you get towards the end. So when we meet with clients, I really want to understand everything that's going on. Show me where you're spending your money the discretionary and non-discretionary expenses. Show me where you do have your savings between your 401ks, your IRAs, other savings, if you have a CD, whatever it might be. So let's see where your resources are. Uh, and then talk to me about what your debts are. Did you just refinance your 30-year mortgage and you're 60 years old? That's gonna be tough potentially, but we need to understand that. Um, we have to understand what you wanna do in retirement. If you say, listen, I've got this money, I'm gonna downsize to a 800 square foot home mm -hmm. and we're going to you know keep our cars that are 10 years old okay your expenses are going to be less or i'm going to buy an rv and tour the country or travel the world um, my expenses might increase i have to understand all that in order to put together that income plan wow do you have some people that uh, have a chunk a decent chunk in cash and just i i want cash yeah but you know that's not probably not the best place to just have it sit there you could be losing money on this uh, and trying to talk them out of it? No, I don't talk them out of it okay. because I, I do like to see a, a good amount of cash. Uh, for people that are working, you know, I, six to nine, maybe six to nine months of cash uh, on hand, and it's really as a reserve uh, for emergencies. Okay. Um, you know, if you're, you need to replace the roof on your house or the septic implodes or, or something happens, having some cash is important. Uh, the downside is you lose money, especially in this inflationary right, environment, right. every year. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things that you just have to learn to live with. Hmm. Uh, but cash plays an important role. So is your job harder now with, with all the, I mean, compared to where we've been the past few years where things have been kind of, you know, going up and it's been pretty steady. Uh, now all of a sudden it's, well, we'll go back to whipsawing. Um, every, everything is in play right now. It is. It is harder to get people to be comfortable with the plan we've put in place and understand that it's a long-term plan and that, you know, it will play out over time, you know, because we're looking at CNBC every day and watching the news and hearing horror stories. Um, but if you have a long-term plan in place, we know that it should work well over the long term. And it's committing to that long-term perspective that's really important. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 